Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Diener, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Beautiful Second Act podcast, episode 13. I'm Patty Diener, your host, and today I wanted to talk to you guys about bringing yourself to a higher vibration. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm talking about your energy level. I'm talking about what makes you feel your best. And when you are feeling your best, whether it be you're happy with your life or you're excited about something or you're creating or you're giving, whatever that is that makes you feel your best, that's when you're in your highest vibrational state. And that's when you're attracting happier, more positive things to your world. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I've always been the kind of person that was taught you check your attitude at the door, meaning when you go into work or when you're in public or whatever's going on in your life personally, you don't bring that bad energy with you. And when you get to work, you check your attitude at the door and you do what you're there to do, which is to serve in one form or another. And um, I got to tell you, for a lot of times, even though I, I tried to practice that most of my life, I didn't always succeed. And I can be quick to being pissed off and I can be really quick to go down the rabbit hole of depression or anxiety. But I've been learning so much. And so I'm going to share with you guys some of the teachers that have taught me about changing your vibrational energy and how you can quickly turn things around, even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of I mean, I know children can throw temper tantrums, but I've seen adults do a pretty damn good job myself. <laughs> and I am uh, definitely not exempt from that. But I have learned that, that all that does is it punishes yourself. The people that suffer the worst when you're feeling that way is you. So um, how can we turn that around? How can we bring peace and harmony within our bodies and our souls fast? So let me share with you a couple of teachers that have taught me how to bring my energy back to a more positive, high vibration rather than the low one when you're feeling depressed or cranky or anxiety. All right. So a lot of people have already heard about Eckhart Tolle. Now, Eckhart is um, basically kind of like a buzzword these days when it comes to living your best life. He's written a lot of books, but um, my, the one of my favorites, The New Earth, or excuse me, it's called A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. There's a part in it about um, joy and being in joy. And what he describes in this, um, I've got to tell you, it's more about when people get hung up on what's coming or what's already happened, that's not 
going to help you when you're in the midst of freaking out. So what you need to do is you need to calm yourself in order to handle whatever situation you have to handle. And you can't do that if you're spiraling out of control because of your energy level or your, your attitude or your vibration. So high vibration means high energy, which does not mean high anxiety or does not mean high anger. High energy and high vibration is more about being happy and being at peace in your mind and your soul. So I hope you got that clear in your head. Let's hear what Eckhart Tolle has to say and a new earth awakening to your life's purpose about joy. He says, the joy of being. Unhappiness or negativity is a disease on our planet. What pollution is on the outer level is negativity on the inner. It is everywhere, not just in places where people don't have enough, but even more so where they have more than enough. Is that surprising? No. The affluent world is even more deeply identified with form, more lost in content, more trapped in ego. People believe themselves to be dependent on what happens for their happiness. That is to say, dependent on form. They don't realize that what happens is the most unstable thing in the universe. It changes constantly. They look upon the present moment as either marred by something that has happened and shouldn't have, or deficient because of something that has not happened but should have. And so they miss the deeper perfection that is inherent in life itself, a perfection that is always already here, that lies beyond what is happening or not happening, beyond form. Accept the present moment and find the perfection that is deeper than any form and untouched by time. The joy of being, which is the only true happiness, cannot come to you through any form, possession, achievement, person, or event, through anything that happens. That joy cannot come to you ever. It emanates from the formless dimension within you, from consciousness itself, and thus is one with who you are. Okay, so... Hopefully that's not too heavy for you, but it's the truth, you guys. And I found that with practice, it really does work. So let's give an example here. Say something happens and you're really pissed off. Like uh, say you're overdrawn on your checking account or say you um, get in a fender bender and you have to deal with it. All right. Your first reaction might be to be really pissed off. Throw your hands in the air, cuss and scream, can't understand how the hell this happened. Why does this happen to me? Why is all this kind of crap like being a victim, being a victim, you know, being, feeling sorry for yourself? Okay. Is that serving you? Is that helping the situation in any way, shape, or form? No, it is not. It is simply your reaction to what has happened. Now, I'm not saying that people shouldn't react because I'm sorry, we're all human and we're going to react in one way or another. But the faster you can get away from that bad attitude and get into a higher vibration of solving the problem. The, when you're calmer, when you find a way to calm yourself, then the faster the solutions will come to you on how to fix the problem at hand. So if you do get in a fender bender and you have to just look at the, look at the situation in the present moment and decide for yourself, what is my best next move? Now, if you're in a tither and you're all freaked out, do you think you're going to make the best choices? 
No. But if you calm yourself and try and think clear-headedly, then the best solutions will come to you. Same thing if, okay, the scenario of being overdrawn. Okay, so if you have to figure out how that happened to you, if you're all upset, are you really going to be able to focus on where your spending went wrong? Or maybe if something is wrong on the bank's side and you have to fix it and you have to contact them and let them know. The more you calm yourself, the more clear-headed you will be and the quicker that you will come to a solution. All right, so let's talk about another teacher that I've had. It's with Tony Robbins. Everybody's heard of Tony Robbins, and if you haven't, you need to just go online, and all you have to do is type in Tony Robbins, spelled with two Bs. Um, He's everywhere. He is absolutely everywhere, and the man went, he's such a success story, but he went from having a very low vibration in his youth to turning everything around because he knew what he didn't want. So sometimes trying to figure out what you want instead of stressing out and saying, I don't know what I want to do with my life and I'm not quite sure what my next best move is. Well, maybe you can start by deciding what you don't want. And as soon as you figure that out, then you can go, okay, you can start envisioning some things that you do want for yourself and what makes you feel good, what makes you happiest. Tony Robbins went from Um, being an extremely poor kid, having some depression issues, having all kinds of problems with money when he was growing up to being now one of the wealthiest men on the planet. And he did it all through having a higher vibration. So here's what he says about energy. This was an interview that he gave. And he said, it takes high energy to make change. So when you're not suffering, when you're in a high state of love or creativity or gratitude or passion, in those states, you can get the solution. I made this decision for myself, and this is just in the last year or so. This is what he said a long time ago. It changed my life so much, I've always had a beautiful life. I've always been so grateful. Even in the tough times, I'm grateful. But I decided if I can't find ecstasy in this moment, whatever this moment is, having lunch, Uh, talking with a friend, walking through the forest, whatever it is, if I can't find ecstasy in this moment, then helping more people, changing more lives, building more businesses, none of that is going to make me happier. So my goal is to find that ecstasy. And when you're suffering, it's hard to jump to ecstasy. So the first step is to go to appreciation. So there you guys go. When you're appreciating something, whether it be the beauty of a flower or um, a gorgeous scenery uh, from wherever you're walking or a nice warm cup of delicious coffee or maybe a conversation with a friend, um, a warm, comfortable bed or the coolness of a breeze on a hot day or a walk along a shoreline. Whatever that moment is, find appreciation in it. Find appreciation even in washing the damn dishes, you guys. I'm telling you, stop for a moment and feel the suds. Actually wash the dishes, you know? Feel the suds in your hand. Feel the texture of the plate. You can appreciate the plate. I know that sounds stupid, but it's in the small tasks of appreciation. If you, even if you're giving your dog a bath, And sometimes that can be challenging. (laughs) Some dogs are resistant. Find joy in it. Find the appreciation of the moment. Appreciation is what will build on more appreciation. And pretty soon you're living a life of gratitude. Gratitude brings you into a higher vibrational state. Anyway, um, 
the lesson here, for me at least, and this is why I'm sharing it with you, is during COVID and even before that, when I was struggling with trying to find um, the good in difficult situations, um, I just remember that going to a place of gratitude and appreciation slowed everything down. And if I'm in the middle of a chaotic situation, taking deep breaths, um, it all helped. I had this uh, sign that I printed out and I put up in my window in my, in my office at uh, the school that I work in. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, public education is a difficult racket right now. And for me, I worked in a very, well, I still work there, but I'm almost retired. Um, I work in a very challenging uh, school with some challenging students. And although I love them, um, sometimes they would make my life very difficult because they would bring their energy in that was negative. Now, I knew that it was my responsibility for my energy. And whatever, whatever energy I brought to the room, I was setting the tone. So if they came in in a bad mood and I allowed them in their bad mood to fill me up and give me a bad attitude and lower my vibration, then pretty soon the whole room is buzzing with negative energy. So for, ex for example, say a kid would come in first thing in the morning into the library and they haven't eaten that night or that morning. Or maybe that night they had a really bad night with their family. Because I live in an area where I was going to work with some children that have a really rough life, y'all. And our population over where my school district is, uh, or where the school is that I work, um, my site, we had some of the, um, the toughest children because poor babies have a lot of suffering going on in their, in their lives. So it would be very easy for me to just take on their bad energy. But instead, when they'd come in all grumpy, I would think to myself, okay, what are their basic needs and have they been met? Have they eaten? Did they get enough sleep last night? Has anyone said anything nice or positive to them? So I would take it upon myself if I saw someone grumpy, hey, have you eaten yet this morning? If not, I would direct them to the cafeteria where they could get a free meal. Hey, did you get a chance to get your homework done last night? Did you get any sleep last night? If not, then I would give them a quiet space over in a pri private room and finish their homework or maybe just put their head down for 20 minutes and take a quick cat nap. Honestly, that's something that helps the children. The bottom line is, is instead of getting angry because they came in with a chip on their shoulder and they're angry, I would try and turn it around with positive energy and a higher vibration. And then that sets the tone so that when they go to the class, when it's time to start school, they will bring in a positive energy because I've turned their energy around. See what I'm saying, you guys? It really is the ripple effect. So it's like Dolly Parton says, if you see someone without a smile, give them yours. And I'm telling you, even if you're faking it till you make it, before you know it, it's real. You're feeling better. You're feeling good. And things are better. Because honestly, y'all, you really are responsible for your own energy. You're damn sure responsible for the energy that you bring into a room. So just remember that. I've got to tell you, I've had plenty of times where I've been a real pain in the ass because I've had bad energy and I have some great friends that I work with that when I would go up to the front, because I'm kind of one of those people that um, I root for the underdog. I'm always the one with, that advocates for the, the guy that's on the bottom. And um, if that would be for the children or for um, a coworker or whatever, um, if I found that something wasn't going well and I'd go into the main office and if I started bitching about it 
and I wasn't bringing solutions myself, but I was just complaining because they weren't making the right choices or the powers that be weren't listening to me. Sometimes my negative energy was going to get me into some trouble. So my friends loved them so much. They'd look at me and go, Patty, Patty. And they'd point back to the library and go, go to your room. And I'd be like, oh, am I about to get in trouble? <laughs> Is my mouth uh, overflowing? And it's like, okay, that was my cue to go back to my office and sit there and think about my attitude. Before I do anything, they'd always say, and don't go get on an email. Because I have a tendency of letting everybody know when something is wrong or if I don't think something's right, I have a tendency of letting everybody know about it. So I have learned, I'm telling you, I'm actually a work in progress. I've learned to let go and let be and only do what it is that I can do and hopefully by bringing a higher vibration. <laughs> oh, goodness, you guys. Well, anyway... Um, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. If you have, then please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps others to be able to find us easier. And a couple of other little side notes. I have written a book, and if you have not read it, it is After the Fire. It's written about the Valley Fire that happened in Lake County, California in 2015, if you're interested in my process on how I wrote that book, you can hop on over to my uh, website, pattydeanerwrites.com, and I'll put all this information in the show notes to you guys. If you guys like romance, travel, and food, I have a website called just that, romancetravelandfood.com. That's where you can go and see all the cool places that I've been to recommend for you guys to go and visit. Also, some great restaurants, reviews, uh, recipes, and fun things to do with your loved one. All right, you guys. So if you are um, on Facebook and you enjoy this type of content, and if you want more inspiration in your life on the second half of life, you can hop on over to our beautiful Second Act Facebook group. I hope that you're having a wonderful week. I hope that you had a wonderful Independence Day. And don't forget, every Tuesday is a solo podcast with me, and every Thursday is our interview podcast. I hope that this finds you all well, and I will be talking to you soon. Bye-bye now. Bye.